that comedy gold. Alright, welcome to episode four of the Everything is Beautiful podcast. Um, so it's, it's from uh, Kurt Vonnegut, actually. Who also did Slaughterhouse Yes, well, it's from uh, one of his novels. I'm trying to remember which one. I think it's Cat's Cradle. Um, one of, no, I'm wrong. It's Slaughterhouse Five. Is it? Billy Pilgrim. Um, he gets taken to live on Trofamador. And the lady he's stuck with has a locket that says, Everything was beautiful and nothing hurt. So, I like that. I like that I stole one. it. Everything it, is beautiful. Yeah, and I used it for my podcast name. So, you're now hearing the voice of my first live guest who rudely did not wait to be introduced and just started chiming in. Um, so, you know, thanks for that. So, yeah, this is the first first time I've recorded with somebody actually in the same room as me. So this is a Sierra Prescott. Hello. Hello. Um, she's from L.A. area, La Cunada. I'd never even heard of that. I was like, oh, it's yeah. east of Glendale. Yes, east of Glendale. It looks like Canada. Yes, but... Much closer. Can't. Yeah. Um, so... Met you basically via Twitter. Um, I think I said something about you skateboarding. I don't even know how I ended up following you. Truth be told, I just I just did. And then I said something about you skateboarding, and then we talked very intermittently <laughs> from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So one um, mention a week later, another mention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, she was just playing hard to get, and you know, it's whatever. It is what it is. We're recording at a Starbucks, so there's some great background noise. Um, sometimes it will be louder than me, which may be a blessing depending on who you are. Yes, pause for laughter. So, Sierra, you are a photographer, skateboarder, model, life lover. Life lover, yes. That doesn't, it's hard to get paid off of loving life. It is, so. it is very hard to get paid off of loving life, but if you show other people how you're living it, you can get paid off of it. Yes, <laughs> that's true. So, me and Sierra have been hanging out a little bit, and we did a little photography earlier today, so I was saving a couple questions. Um, you know, get the, the hard-hitting journalism that you've come to expect. So, Sierra, what is the what is the goal? You know, I know you, you run your own photography business. I know you've done some modeling. Um, I know you skateboard and longboard. But what is the sort of the career goal? What do you want to do with your your hobbies or your passions? Well, what I want to be doing, I am already doing, which is something that I'm very blessed with. Um, Pursuing passions is not something everyone has the courage to do, and the fact that I can basically do all three is something that I'm aware of and very very fortunate about. As far as where I'm going, um, I just, I want to be as as good as I can be and continue to enjoy it as much as I do. 
photography leads to directing and video and all that, and that's something that I love, you know, I'm very intrigued about and would love to become more a part of. Um, but I see myself doing larger scale and same size scale of what I'm doing right now, so continuing on. Okay. See, I was going to say, you know, really solid non-answer there. Very good uh, sort of politician answer. But, okay, so so we will, we will say sometime down the road you think it would be interesting to get into, like, going into film and stuff like that. Yeah, directing. Okay. Yeah, I've directed a couple music videos at this point. Um, nice. And I want to get into doing it commercially. Okay. I like I like commercials. I like short films, not movies, none of that stuff. But communicating messages, short short little blurbs, short little you know visuals. Yeah, yeah. But I'll need to talk to you about my music video idea Deal. that I have for, for Pure Dream. Um, so, what did you start with? Did you start? I mean, I assume you've been skating for a long time. Yeah, that was my passion when I was a kid. I was one of the boys. I I didn't play with Barbies or dolls. I had a skateboard, a basketball, and a baseball bat. It was very, very active. It's very <laughs> hard to play baseball and basketball with that amount of equipment. Yeah. You know, yeah. usually you want to have a baseball. I had a good imagination. Baseball. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, so the skating was something you start, started out as a kid and just were like... This is fun, and I'm not hurting myself too bad, and I'll keep doing it. Yeah, I was definitely, I knew my limits, so I wouldn't throw myself off 12 stair sets, but I would throw myself down like a 4 stair set, whatever. But, yeah, I was all about going all around town on my skateboard, and I still do. If I had, if I had, uh, if I had more time, I would always be skating everywhere I go, but I don't. So we have cars. (laughs) Yes, it is, it's a fun way to travel, but very slow. Yeah, very slow. Unless you've got a, a really nice downhill decline all yeah. the way to your destination. Yeah. yeah, and you don't get the speed wobbles. No, no, that would be bad. So did you ever think of, like, X Games? Uh, I thought of shooting the X Games. Okay. Yeah, so when I was younger, I was already taking pictures. I, I stole a disposable camera when I was five years old, and... Um, yeah, I just started shooting with it. My parents were a little upset, but... Um, so did you steal this from somebody? From a store. Or, okay. From like a bonds, yeah. Okay, so we're gonna just assume that the statute of limitations has run out. On yes, well, well. Five-year-olds, criminal. Yeah. Um, well, behavior. my parents forced me to bring it back, ah, and then okay. they bought me one. So, okay. they they kind of fixed the situation. But apparently, I wanted to take pictures, and I did. I photographed. I had plenty of photos of my brother crying as a kid because he was like, I don't want to take photos. Oh, because you were making yeah, me cry. Yeah, because I'd be like, model, do this, do that, stand outside. Yeah. Put this hat on, put these sunglasses on. <laughs> he was like three. Yeah. And he loves me, he still loves me. I would say maybe he loves you again. <laughs> there might have been a brief moment in there where you were forcing him to yeah. dress up for you. Yeah, was... but at this, at this point he calls me up and he's like, when are you taking my picture again? So, uh, I, love, I love my family, they all... They all like getting their photo taken now, which is nice. That's good. Yeah, a blessing I, and a curse. <laughs> I grew up in a family of, well, my, my immediate family is four, but okay. all of our family would get togethers. We'd get together every Thanksgiving, every Christmas. All my mom's sisters, grandma, aunts, all of it. This is all before digital cameras, so 
we'd have all 25 of us there or whatever, and each aunt has a camera. My grandma has a camera. My mom has a camera, and both of her sisters have cameras. So for every picture that was taken, there were eight, eight or nine pictures. Everybody's looking the same. Usually it was one of the one of the sisters would have the cameras, all of them hanging from her arm. I did a visual thing for those of you listening. Hanging from her arm. And so she would take one, put it down, take another. And then after she took all of them, someone would say, no, you're not in any of these. You go, go get in the picture. I'll take some for you. Now, we still do that this way to this day. Even though I have brought up many times, you know, you can take a picture with an iPhone and email it to everybody. Yeah. And you only got to do it once. Everyone takes on their own camera. That's awesome. they, they still have their own physical cameras. Like, so that... I have developed a very ready, quick camera smile. It's like, yeah. like, it's natural, it doesn't look forced, it's just been bred into me for 20 years of, and everybody's already finished eating, so half of us have food in our mouths, or like a turkey yeah. or something. But, I, that's, a, that's how I got into, I guess that's how I got into wanting to model. Not really. But it's a great story. I mean, if you like being in front of the camera, it happens. Yeah. You seem pretty comfortable. Well, that's good. Um, flatter will get you probably not that much, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't sure where I was going to go with that, and I thought, better take it back to step. <laughs> See, this is the sort of professionalism that I like to show on my podcast. Yeah. Really, I want to make sure everything's thought out and, like, polished so that it sounds boring. Yeah. And, like, not real people talking to each other. Yeah. Well, luckily for you, I'm, I'm, that's the opposite of how I talk. My brain does not work that way. Yeah. Nothing comes out polished. It comes out a little rusty every time. Yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about traveling a little bit earlier. So... If you could pick one spot, like, we're not going to say this is the only spot you can go to ever, right? That's a, that's a tougher question. But let's say if you could pick one spot next year, like, or this year, 2016, you could go one place in the world you've never been before, and you can only go there this year, after that we'll see. What would your one spot be if you had to pick just one right now? Clock is ticking. It would be in Europe. I okay. Think it, I think it would be... Italy, okay. and it might be, and I'm blanking on the name of the city, but it might be that 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 city on the side of a mountain. It's like a very visually what it's called. Florence. Florence. It, it's smaller. Genoa. I'm just gonna start naming things for Machiavelli. Keep going. Ah. I think it's a short like Manila. One syllable. City. Rome. <laughs> no, but that's cool. <laughs> hey, one syllable in Italy. Yeah. Milan. Turin. Start with the T. Turin starts with the T. Oh yeah. Well, that city. I want to go there. I don't okay. know where it is. Somebody write in. <laughs> city on a hill in Italy. Yeah. So that would be it's stacked. It's really beautiful. Okay. So for the aesthetics. For the aesthetics and the different, the different landscape. I. American. <laughs> That's very different over there. It's true. Yeah, they have all kinds of history that we don't have. 
Yes. On the other hand, the our plumbing is much better. Yes, that is true. So especially on those hills. <laughs> well, you you know in Italy you can't use toilet paper. I don't like to get blue on this podcast. You know, I like to but keep things clean. But um, yeah, in Italy, like the pipes are not made to handle so toilet what can paper. You use? Kleenex. Really? Yeah. I mean, some people still use toilet paper, but like the pipes, when the pipes were installed, they were much smaller. So the amount of water and the fact that toilet paper has gotten much higher quality mm-hmm. these days. Extra soft. Yes. Also much thicker and it clogs up the pipes over there. So, you know, take that with you when you go. Bear in mind, if you go to Italy, you can't use toilet paper. So That might be a deal breaker for me. Yeah. I mean, it, it should be. I'm very clean. Clean is good. Clean, clean is a positive trait to have in a person that you know. Yeah. I went to school with a guy who, fun guy, nice guy, showered every three days or so. Okay. Not cool. It's a little, a little lower than normal. Um, <laughs> well, and he played a lot of basketball. So he reeked. It was really bad. We had to have a confrontation. We made one of our other friends be like, hey man. Break the news. <laughs> hey man. How, how often do you shower? He's like, oh, I don't know, like every three or four days. Oh my gosh. Like, hmm, you know, maybe you ought to up the frequency <laughs> of that because. How about every other day? How about every day? Maybe yeah, twice well, you can't a day. ask for too much. I mean, if he's showering every four, every yeah, day is true. a little bit tough. Yeah, I baby, can imagine. baby steps. Baby steps. Maybe even try and get him to for sure do it every three days. Yeah. If you have to think about when the last time you showered was. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. it's been too long. Well, things are going on quite smoothly. No awkwardness, of course. No. Just chatting like old chums. I have a tendency to mix my language between highbrow British mm-hmm. and black skate rap. Yeah, sophisticated and casual. Yes. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about something else. What would you like to talk about? See, don't be a boring person, kids. Be an interesting person. You'll always have things to talk about. <laughs> See, it's just an image that inter- that whole like super cool, interesting, like always doing stuff. That's just a front. Well, my brain works. I told you, my mouth doesn't. Ah. So my brain is probably... I mean, it is. I can feel it. But words don't come out. Ah, you can feel I your brain? I need to be asked. Yeah, I can. You might need to see a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. It is, it is more fun to podcast in person because, like, you can actually... I can actually see reactions... Like you see my eyes shift from left to right to left. As you plan right. as you plan to tell me a lie. As yeah. I plan a sentence that never actually makes yeah. it out of yeah. my mouth. Shift the eyes Sierra, that's what they all call you. Well you know there's something on my mind. You just, just can't tell what it is, which doesn't serve oh, well for podcasts. I thought you were gonna share it with us. <laughs> you know, there is something on my mind. And then just left it there. Oh good. You know, it's more interesting to know what that is as opposed to just mentioning it. It's like... 
another podcast I have listened to. They were being very funny. And I'm a good listener. Well, that's good. I'm a, generally a pretty good talker. This is great. So we make a good team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. Uh, I can barely skateboard. I can ride fine. I can't okay. do anything. I, for me, when I was growing up, I was always watching X Games, playing mm-hmm. Tony Hawk, thinking, man, it would be really cool to be good at skating. Mm-hmm. I had a skateboard. I, my skateboard is in my car right now. Is it really? Yeah. What kind is it? Uh, real deck, tensor trucks, nice. element nice. wheels. Perfect. It's a nice skateboard. Good setup. Yeah. Um, I always knew, though, that if I took the time to get good at like doing tricks and things, I would break something. Because, you know, especially at that age, 12, 13. That's limiting. But for me, it's like, I wanted to play basketball, right? Basketball was my yeah. first love. It was my, it was all I did with my free time, was play basketball. So if I broke my ankle or broke my wrist, I'd be out of basketball for six weeks or eight weeks. So I never, I never had that fearlessness where I could just, like, push myself to try stuff. Because I was always like, well, what if I, what if I fall and break my wrist? Mm-hmm. That's no good. Plus, I'd read some of the horror stories of, like, some of the, like, pro skaters. Yep. No, it gets pretty bad. Yeah, so... But I definitely, like I said, I know my limit for skateboarding. But I played varsity basketball, too, and I know the second I made varsity, the coach basically sat me down and was like, you're giving up skateboarding. And I was like... (sighs) It was tough. Like, I was definitely a little punk about it. She even told me I had to put my hair up in a ponytail and I wouldn't do it. <laughs> See, I never had any of those lectures when I played basketball. <laughs> Listen, we need you to put your hair in a ponytail so that you look like the rest of the team. I'd be like, ugh, why? I just want to wear my hair down. Didn't work. So why did you have to put your hair in a ponytail? Was it like so that it didn't get in your eyes when you shot? Or was it just so that you looked like a girly girl? No, it was definitely for the fundamental. Okay. Which comes into play with skateboarding, too, because I visually don't like skateboarding in a ponytail because it looks... I love you if you skate with a ponytail, but I just don't like to. Yeah, because half of skateboarding is how cool you look when you do it. Well, half of having hair and going fast is feeling the wind Ah. as it pushes the hair inside your face and makes it so you can't see. Like, I like those things. Half the time I'm doing tricks and you, I'll take the photos and you'll see my hair is physically covering my eyes. Yeah, I just have to trust it. I have to trust it. Yeah. And it's more fun. If you were to see my whole face all the time, it would not look like a good job. You'd get tired of it. <laughs> no, no. I just try to avoid my face at all costs. Yeah. No, you have a fine face. Um, yeah. no, I can ride a skateboard. Like, I can ride fine. Yeah. But Cruise. Yeah, I just don't. Like, dropping in, still something like, I could, if I don't commit, that's, you have to commit. No, that's, that's like one of the biggest things with skateboarding is committing. You're never going to do anything if you don't commit to it. If you want to ollie, you have to take both feet off the ground, jump up, back down. You can't put one leg up in the air. I can ollie. You do have to. Well, that's good. Yeah, I know. Took me a long time to figure it out. That's okay. But I did get to that point. This is like almost a life lesson. You know, sometimes I like to have life lessons. Yeah. So it's like, there are a lot of things in life where, like, 
here's a perfect example. I moved to California. Now, I did find a job here before I moved, which I then quit after a month because it was terrible, and I got another one. But I knew that if I didn't move to California right away, I'd been at my job for a year, I hated it, but it was steady, it was consistent. I knew if I didn't move, that I would spend the rest of my life being Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. Being like, you know, I, I, I always wanted to model or act or get into screenwriting, you know, maybe stand up, but the opportunity was never right. You know, I, I never, never really had the chance. And so I'll be 50 talking to people about how, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I, I probably could have been a model, but it just never, it just never came up. So I was like, well, if I don't make myself do it now, it won't happen. You know, I'm not going, nobody's going to come say, here's money, please move here, right? So I packed up, moved, and thought, well, I may fail. And that would be a bummer. It would be a bummer to move and then find out, hey, guess what? No, you can't, you can't actually do these things that you think you might be able to do. But whether I succeed or not, you know, at least I tried it. I can always move back. My parents still love me. You know, they, they're much more supportive since I have a day job. Yeah. <laughs> as opposed to just moving on a dream. But I just had to commit and just do it. And hopefully it works out. And hopefully I don't become one of those people that in 15 years is working at a coffee bean and tea leaf. Talking about how, well, you know, I haven't really done anything commercial. But I have a script in my trunk. And, you know, I'm, I'm in several several off-Broadway productions, I would like to hang it up when it's, you know, you know when it's time to hang it up, like mm-hmm. playing sports? I would like to not push the dream after the dream is, should be dead. It's okay. Another bit of life advice. It's okay to give up on your dreams sometimes if they're not rational. Like, there, there are some dreams that Kevin Hart is not going to play in the NBA. That's he's, true. He's very funny. That's true. And, and he may really, really want to. You know, he might, he might have worked for it every day they, of his they life. They have to be semi-realistic yeah. dreams. Yeah. So I'm all for working for your dreams. But there is also a time when it's like, maybe, maybe you go, okay, maybe this just isn't going to work out. But you shouldn't hit that point unless you've actually gave it. That's why I'm all, here. All your effort. That's why I'm here. Yeah, well, I saw this shirt that I really want to get, which is the true meaning of Hollywood and the true meaning of getting into the industry. What is it? It says, talentless but connected. <laughs> That's sad. That's sad for Hey, true. man, you know, when you think about it, it really, doesn't, it, it really doesn't matter how good of an actor you are. I mean, modeling is a little different. I mean, you do, it does help to know people, but it also, like, if you're not pretty... It's awfully yeah, tough. it's a lot harder. But with acting, it really does not matter how good you are. There are a lot of super, super talented actors who do not meet the right person. And then they just work on uh, stage productions for 20 years. And there are guys like Channing Tatum, who I hear I look like a lot, like constantly. Really? Well, that's, I mean, that's a great person to look like. I will take it. Yeah. He's, he's doing quite well. He can dance really well. I cannot dance. <laughs> you 
Yeah, hopefully, hopefully have twice the talent. Could be his body double if he start dancing. Yeah, yeah, or I could or. act, and he could be my body double if that's I needed true. to dance. That's true. That's true, and that's that's the right attitude you want to keep. Yeah, to. that's the right yeah. attitude. But he did not have acting talent when he started. Have you seen Step Up? Yes. It's yeah. terrible. Correct. Well, and that's the other thing with being connected. If someone wants you, if they like your look, if they like who you are, they're going to make it happen. They'll, they'll make sure you know what you need to do to fulfill that job. I mean, heck, if you're a producer and, you have, and you have a son who you want in stuff, you can put him in all your jobs. Yeah. Well, that's one of the cool stories about Nicolas Cage. Right? Nicolas Cage, of course, real last name, Nicolas Cage Coppola. He's Francis Ford Coppola's son, uh, nephew. Yeah. And changed his last name so that he could earn it on his own merits, which is kind of cool. Like he no, didn't want to just cool. be put in movies because he was somebody's nephew. And then he became the lunatic that we all know and love. That what? That we all know and love. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. We do. Yeah, unhinged Nicolas Cage is pretty fun to watch. But yeah, so you know, follow your dreams if you're, they're not stupid. Yeah, and really realize the steps it takes to make your dreams come true. Yeah, you can't. You can't just less wishing, more doing. It's that's you know, energy is neither created nor destroyed. If you want something, you gotta put the effort to make it happen. Yeah. So to connect this back to you, right? You are doing your own thing, right? You have your own business. You you want to be a photographer. Hey, kids, you want to be a photographer? It's more than just learning how to shoot at a slightly tilted angle <laughs> yeah. and, and then color and it black and white. Contrast. Yeah. 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 No, there's, there's people skills, there's business skills, there's drive. Yeah, there's she, doesn't even, she doesn't even like me. But she's like, you know, gotta, gotta keep the client happy. Right. Yeah. I guess I'll go into Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're you're running your own business, and that's not just like people offering to give you money. Right. It takes a lot of work. No. Is that a flip? No. <laughs> so that was the leading leading question for you to be like. I know we talked about it, but they haven't heard because we were talking just like as as buddies. Well. Photography is something that, I mean... That door just keeps opening. It does. <laughs> Caffeine, fiending for caffeine. No, but in, in, all, in all actuality, it is a job. It is a fun job. And it takes over every piece of my brain. And I am happy. Like, I am, I am thrilled with it because... It is something that creatively challenges me and creatively allows me to make money and use my brain. Yeah. And meet new people. And, you know, having having a new challenge every day is tough. Like, some days I wish I didn't. Some days I wish I had a desk job. But the trade-off between having a life that I basically plan out every day, a life that... I'm the only one I'm in charge of and the only one I'm I'm you know reporting back to at night to see you know to see whether the day was a success or not like that's something that is irreplaceable and it's it's a really good feeling yeah 
sense you know, of accomplishment. It is. It's definitely a sense of accomplishment. But you know, I've 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 worked for other people. I've managed other people. I've I've worked for photographers. I've worked for regular businesses. But there's something about doing something that goes, hey, this is your name. When I hand those up to my like, if there's something wrong with it. I'm the one that gets talked to. If there's something good, I get the praise. So, you know. Yeah, that's the thing I'm most missing at work, which is I'm not driven by money. Right. right? Like, money is great, and I'm happy to have it. I would love to have more of it. It's helpful. Yeah. But, like, I was in a sales job. Sales is, I still am, sort of. But sales is a great job if you are really want money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you can really drive, and, and you can make your own money, right? Yeah. You and you'll can, make as much as you, you want to make because you work for it. And for me, I was like, I don't care. I would rather do something I'm interested in or something that I, fulfills me as a person as opposed to sitting here on the phone for hours a day trying to sell people stuff, mm-hmm. which means I'm a terrible salesperson. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I mean, I was, I was good at my job, but I, was, I could have been very good at my job. Yeah. I didn't get fired. That's how good I was. For the amount of effort I put in, it's impressive. That is impressive. Yeah. But, so, we had our serious little, serious little stuff. So, you've also modeled, right? Yes. And, strictly skateboarding related, it's very much a, a lifestyle job. Um, conveying moods. Yeah. Skateboarding, skateboarding as, as any sport is to someone who is athletic. There's something about it that when it takes over your whole brain, you can just dive into it. I don't know. It's like a drug. Yeah. You get you get kind of addicted to it. It's 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 that you know that runner's high that you land that trick you want to keep going. You you know. So to me, with modeling, I kind of bring that life to the brand. Whatever whatever you know they're asking me to do. It's. It's about the connection between me and my board and, and what, you know, the moments we have with it. It's not about how I can stand with it and what I, what I look like, but the moments created. And that, that's like what half of entertainment is, really. It's, it's being real. So you prefer photography to modeling? Oh, yes, 100%. You'd rather be setting One, up the shots? 100 million thousand percent. <laughs> yes. Just because you like the, the the artistic side of setting stuff up, or you don't yeah. like being told what to do. I'm definitely or? a control freak too. Uh, okay. So when you know, sometimes when I'm on set, I'm like watching them light things, and I'm like, I wouldn't do, that. I would do this differently. I would change that. I want to go help them, but then I'm like, no, I'm just the monkey. I'm just gonna sit here by craft table until they go skateboarder. Come here. Yeah, you're just so. And those are the days. I mean, granted, I love. I love skateboarding. Those are the days when I go to work and I'm like, this is me making money. And then I go home and I have a paycheck that'll come yeah. to me later on. Like, that's what that's what that feels like. Um, so, I take it. It's almost like a day off when I model. It's kind yeah. of nice. Yeah, it's like, you know, there's other stuff I could be doing, but exactly. now, right now, I'm getting paid. I don't have to worry about the and next four things. And I don't come things. home with work. Yeah. And that is, that is very different because with photography, the work... The work, list, work load never ends, because if you're done editing a shoot, it's time to update your website. If your website's updated, it's time to promote. Like, there is always something you can be doing. Yeah. Yeah, so, let's see. 
Another good question. Another good question. <laughs> Who's your favorite person you've worked with? You can say me, but I'll <laughs> think you're lying if you do. Gosh, my favorite person. I mean, okay, let, let's, let's oh, take that back a step. Yeah, let's take that back a step. Like, I mean, is, is your favorite, are your favorite people to work with, like, I know you just shot Jake Miller, mm-hmm. right? Or Justin Bieber Light. It's sort of the, the feel I get. Yeah, that kind of person. I I do like personalities. Um, I like I like people who already have a vibe going on. I don't like when we have to make it or we have to you know make this person look like this. I like it when bring your own style. Yeah, kind of. Or just don't fake it. Yeah. I'm I'm very especially with photography. I like it. I like it to be real. And so if I have a person who who is very confident in what they do, and not, not to say they're arrogant, but they they know why they're there, they want to be in front of the camera, and they know how to work it. That's yeah. my favorite. Okay. So, yeah, so... I'm trying to think how to work this. doesn't really matter. I'm just going to say, like, is there someone specific that you can think of that you're like, that was the most fun I've had on the shoot? But we're not going to know who that is. That was my friend, my friend, <laughs> my friend Taylor. It was so much fun. Like, great. Yeah, that's true. Sounds like, sounds like a rad dude. I mean, I'd say I have the most fun when I am kind of risking myself a little bit. Like, I like to backpedal in the middle of the street in downtown Los Angeles. I like to do that. I like to cross the street with an assistant, like behind my back and I don't know if I'm going to get hit by a car. I like something like that. I like to live on the edge a little. Yes. I, like to, I like to lean into the mountain. You like to fall through roofs. Yeah, I like to be on my stomach shooting. Yeah. No, but I like I like actually being in it. Like if we're going to do something active, I want to be on the mountain in the middle of it. You're sweating. Like I want all that to be happening. If we're showing off core uh, workout examples. Yeah, no, it's kind of funny. Sometimes I, I'll have like, you know, a quote-unquote model model, and you know, we show up to. I feel like I should be offended by that. She put quote marks up when she said like model model. Well, it kind of there's model and then there's lifestyle modeling. They're a little bit different. So sometimes you know I'll say, all right do some sit-ups, do some push-ups, and they're thinking, literally, you get on the ground and, like, do a photo push-up. And I'm like, no, seriously, you start to sweat right now. You get on the ground, no, run a lap. And, like, sometimes I'm literally standing on the track, and I look at the guy, and I go, okay, now run a lap. And they look at me like, ha-ha. I'm like, no, seriously, I'll be right here. Go run a lap. Because I want them to be sweaty, and I want it to be real. And, you know, some people are like, wait a second, that's not what I signed up for. So when you say model, model, Envision air quotes. You mean like prissy? Yeah, I mean like we would spray you with a bottle to make yeah. you look like you're sweating. I'm like, no, I want you to actually work for that sweat. Hey, you can spray me with a bottle and make me look sweaty. <laughs> Might put a little glycerin to make it stick, but I want that sweat to be earned. Yeah. It's a better picture. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it is, you know, a part of modeling is learning how to make casual like look real mm-hmm. when it's really forced mm-hmm. but a lot of times if you can do something for real it looks a lot better than doing it for a photo oh yeah yeah 
then it's more fun for me. It's like telling people to go run laps. Yeah. You didn't tell me to run a lap today. No, I didn't. But you said you didn't like to run. Was, was that in your mind ahead of time? Like, yeah, oh. well, I was sympathetic. I have bad knees too. I'll I'm not going to go make you run if you got bad knees. And I did ask before making you sit down if you were okay with sitting down. That's true. You did. Kind of baffled me for a moment. I'm nice to tall guys. I'm nice. Well, if we work again, I'm more than happy to run a lap. If you'd Great. like me to run a lap. Great. And I, I, I did was going to make I you do basketball. pull-ups. Yes, we can find pull-ups. We could not find a pull-up bar, though. No. So that, you got lucky. I can do pull-ups. I used to not How be many? able to. I think the most I ever did at once was 12. I have these super long arms. And, and you're very tall, so That's you're, true. you're picking up some some legs. It's true. I'm runway tall. <laughs> tall. That's right. <laughs> six two. Six two and a half. Six two, six three. Just depends on who's asking. You know? Yeah, six two on a good day. Well, six three on a good day. Six two if I need to be six two. Right. I'm like six two and a half, truthfully. So it just kind of depends. I can slouch a I'm time. I'm like five, five and a half. So you're a little short for runway. Yeah, unfortunately. I can't turn left. Ah, yeah. Well, don't feel bad. My, my one and only runway show to this point was Little Rock Fashion Week, which... <laughs> that is awesome. I mean, it is a runway show. I did it. It was a real event. Mm-hmm. I will say, I don't believe that at, say, New York Fashion Week or L.A. Fashion Week, they make the models, like, put out the chairs really? in the sun. I don't think they make them do that there. I had to. Yeah. We had to do the setup and tear down for the show. They really make you work. Yeah. Wow. So, I wore a really stupid shirt, walked to the end of the runway, pause, turn left. There you go. But, so, you know. All in the day's work. Yeah. I didn't walk in my underwear, although there were some people doing it. It was very interesting. It was a very odd production. But Did they spritz you? No, come on. <laughs> it, was, it, it was Arkansas in the summer. They didn't need to spritz us. Yeah, they didn't need to spritz you. It was about 90 degrees at 7 o'clock. So well, we were, there you go. Yeah, we were good and damp. Good and damp. Well, we can pretty much wrap it up. I'm sure you have other stuff you need to be doing. Um, and I have. Your photos. I'm happy to get them whenever you have time to get them to me. <laughs> okay. I got a. Tim asked me when I would have them, and I said I don't know. So, for the crooks and castles things. Listen, if you're a good person and you're nice to the people that you're making work they are happy to work with you. Oh yeah. yeah, I can I can definitely say that I will edit a job faster if they tell me to take their time than if they say they need it immediately. Yeah. Well, I'm not I'm Just not saying. I'm not telling you that as a clever reverse psychology way for no, you to think I'm a good person. But I'm telling you that in my brain rounding points. Yes. Well, I am a very good person. That's true. I pet cats. I help old ladies across the street. I believe it. I believe it. Um, But, okay, so you feel free to plug your stuff. I'll put it in the episode description, too, so that 
if you can spell it out, whatever, your Twitter, your Instagram, all of these things. Well, you can spell my name, S-I-E-R-R-A underscore P-R-E-S-C-O-T-T, and you'll find me. That's Sierra you. Prescott. That's you on Twitter. That's, that's on me on Twitter. Instagram. That's me on Instagram. That's you on Vine. I don't have on, one of on, those. On Peach. You should get a Vine. If you're a skateboarder, you should get a Vine. Because that's like the perfect link for a, for a good trick or to like do a slow-mo video of a like a shorter trick or something. How long is it? Ten seconds? Six seconds. Six seconds. Oh, yeah. That is pretty it's, good. It's, it's great. So you should get into Vine. Um, well, then find me on yeah. Vine, Sierra Prescott. At, at Sierra Prescott <laughs> on LinkedIn, on Friendster, yep. well, on, on Zanga. Not on I'm on, on Facebook, but... On Angel Fire. I'm just naming... I'm just yeah, on no MySpace. I'm just naming social networks from the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, <laughs> on MySpace, it's at SkatePrincess96. Oh, gosh, that was pretty close. I was skate punk girly once. <laughs> Aren't you glad those days are over? Oh, and I was Roxy Idiot, kind of like oxymoron. Wow. Yeah, Roxy Idiot. I'm just gonna leave that one alone. Happy to be twelve. Happy to be twelve. Yep. Yep. So, um, okay. So that's your social media stuff. Like I said, I'll put that in the in the episode description. On the website, SierraPrescott.com. That's it. You're available for bookings. I am. Um, I can skate for you. I can take your photo. That's right. <laughs> she can tell you to run a lap if that's all you want, but you will have to pay for it. I will work out with you. Yeah. Yeah, you'll have to pay for it exactly. Yeah. Running a lap, being told to run a lap is ten dollars. Yeah. Plus lap. travel. Per lap. Yeah. yeah. Plus travel. No. Um, there's a per diem. Are you, <laughs> do you have anything like exciting planned in the next month or two? I mean, I know you were talking about a tattoo. Like, are you, I do have are you going anywhere? Very exciting. I have a skateboard coming out that I designed myself and shaped myself after three series of of board shaping. Mr. Paul Schmidt, which is a very, very well-known skateboard shaper. So I have a board coming out mid-February, so look out for it. Will it be in a size that I can run? It is my personal size, so it is 8.25 on the largest, so it's kind of small. It is a, it is a blend between three of my most skated shapes, which is the 1970s Pintail cruiser flatboard, the '80s big fat flatboards, right. <laughs> one tail, and the modern day popsicle. Okay. So. Well, I'll be on the lookout for that. I can ride an 8.25. Perfect. I think my, I think my real deck is an 8.2. My okay. element is an eight. Well, great. Well, then I would like to see you on it, and then tag me, and then at me, and I will retweet it. For sure. Yes. Any, okay. Anytime anyone writes my board, I will be excited. Yeah, so if you find she's, she's an attention whore, so yeah. I was trying to think of a better way to say that that wasn't so rude, but it's okay. Yeah, that's all I got. I just, no, skateboarding. That's yeah. really cool, though. Your own, your own deck coming out. Yeah, with Mike V, and he is an icon in skateboarding. Mike Yeah. yeah. He's one of my boys. He's a very cool guy. Very it's a, nice guy. He's a cool boy to have. I just know I've seen him Mongo push. And I'm like, yeah. He did not. I don't Mongo. And I skate goofy. I'm goofy too. 
Well, yeah, but how do you skate? Uh-huh. Yeah, classic humor. <laughs> that was good. This is the awkward tail off of the podcast. We're both like, yeah, we could probably just call it right now, but I keep thinking of stuff to ask, and then we segue into other stuff. It's like, yeah, okay, so yeah, skateboard like coming out. Those goodbyes where you start walking the same direction. Yeah. <laughs> You're oh, just great, like we're both walking fast. Oh, we parked next to each other. Great. I was ready to be this done with you. Okay, so skateboard coming out, tattoo yeah. coming out. Yep. Just know that that's happening. Mm-hmm. At Sarah Prescott underscore Prescott. Yep. Um, any trips? I know you were in Austin a while back. Going to Mexico. Cabo. Just for Purely fun. Purely for fun. Okay. Yes, but that's not until June. Okay, so. So no like photography trips or something like that. I'm sure that will turn into a work trip as well. But, yeah. 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 Okay. Lots well. of work, but no real destination. Okay. Well, this has been fun. I don't know. I mean, it may not have been fun for you. Oh, Maybe super- I'm just being generous. It was super fun. Okay. <laughs> and it was fun shooting with you today. So that will do it. And uh, I will get back into releasing these a little bit more consistently with the move and stuff. I haven't put one out in like a month because I was moving and finding an apartment a lot. So this will go up in the next couple of days. Uh, that's it for me. So talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.